Welcome to Red State Talk Radio. You're listening to Tori Says for the next hour. I'll be your host, Tori. We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, unfiltered news. Real news. Well, everyone, welcome. Today, we're going to have some breakdown of this caravan that you're not hearing about in the news. I kind of started to talk about it yesterday, pointing to how many troops we have at the border and how the numbers are being underreported. But before I get into some stuff that's going to blow your mind, I want to say that this show, we're going to be revisiting it later. And you know what? I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope every single thing I'm going to break down today is 100% wrong. Because if it isn't, we've got some really bad things coming our way. So... Before I delve into that, I just want to recap what our president has been telling us today via Twitter. So his first tweet of the day was, the White House is running very smoothly and the results for our nation are obviously very good. We are the envy of the world, and that's true. But anytime I even think about making changes, the fake news media goes crazy always seeking to make us look bad as possible, very dishonest. And that's 100% true. In every single administration, we have people coming in, leaving, serving their purpose, and then moving along. Or they were just not a good fit. Things change. Everything changes. There is a time that something works and a time that something doesn't work. For example, Jeff Sessions, he worked. And that was it. He served his purpose. Things change. We need something else. That's the way things go. He then further tweets right after it. The inner workings of the Mueller investigation are a total mess. I think everyone can agree on that. They have found no collusion and have gone absolutely nuts. This is referring back to the fact that there's a scope in an investigation. You can't just say, yeah, I just want to look at everything. I'm going to find something. Because... As hard as you want to look, if the whole goal of what you're looking for isn't there, it's never going to appear. But I could guarantee you 10 other things might. 10 things you might find interesting. And people who know me very well know that that is 100% true. Either that be the president or any other political opponent to anyone. And not even political opponent. Anyone that scrutinizes anyone that has some form of power given to them by the people will do so. So further on, he goes on to say they are screaming and shouting at people, horribly threatening them to come up with answers they want. They are a disgrace to our nation and don't, dot, dot, dot. He then goes to continue, they don't care how many lives they ruin. That's true. I mean, 
The Mueller investigation has expanded to anyone around Trump. Close family, extended family, friends, old business partners, even the tenants. Remember we talked about the tenants in Trump Tower where they went back like 20 years? So these angry people with a capital A and P, including the highly conflicted Bob Mueller, who worked for Obama for eight years, they won't even look at all of the bad acts and crimes on the other side. A total witch hunt, like no other in American history. You know, I, for those that know me, know that I totally feel what President Trump is going through. Not at that scale, but I totally feel it. Because this is what happens when people abuse their office of power. They will put everything through a, a fine colander, a finer comb than that which is used, you know, for, you know, defleeing your dog. They'll find something, anything. It could be one unpaid bill. It could be that he had a Russian tenant 26 years ago. Anything. This is incredible, you know, and let's just revisit something that I've said about Mueller before. Mueller was under scrutiny years ago when he and Comey had taken advantage of national security letters. They were handing them out like candy. And again, an NSL, a national security letter, when you receive it, you cannot tell anyone you got it. You cannot show it. You have to eat that paper. And you cannot refer to it ever. Because if you do, you go straight to jail. There's no, well, I thought I could tell my mom. I thought I could tell my husband since I'm involved. No, you can't tell anyone. An NSL is kind of like, if you get that, you better forget you got it. And just do what they ask you. He was found to have abused that authority in handing those out like candy. Working for Obama, he did some atrocious things. But let's move on. The next thing he said, and the next tweet he sent three hours later was, universities will someday study what highly conflicted and not Senate approved. Bob Mueller, remember, not Senate approved. Bob Mueller and his gang of Democrat thugs have done to destroy people. Why is he protecting crooked Hillary, Comey, McCabe, Lisa Page, and her lover, Peter Strzok, and all of his friends on the other side? Remember, if a acting A.G. Whitaker actually goes after the Clinton Foundation, they will find communications where they colluded and they had planned to have Mueller as a backup plan to put him up for special counsel to pander their story of Russia, 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 Russia. That's the key. We need to go after the Clinton Foundation. And Donald Trump is making that very clear. The only collusion is that the Democrats with Russia and many others, why didn't the FBI take the server from the DNC? They still don't have it. That's incredible. Until today, they still don't have the DNC server. Check out how biased Facebook, Google, and Twitter are in favor of Democrat. Now that's real collusion. Hey, we all know I'm a victim. Twitter hates me. Facebook hates me. I mean, I'm on Gab, but, you know, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of people that are kind of like, well, Gab allows people that are like super racist, super anti-Semitic, super this. I really don't care. I prefer a messy place because I can mute them. 
That's the thing about free speech because I'm a person that frequents the dark web. I'm all over those forums on the back end. I'm always there. You see some really ugly things. I've trained my children to navigate it. And I've told them, don't click on something because once you see it, you cannot unsee it. That's basically it. You don't want to see things. You don't want to hear things that will upset you. Don't look at it. I mean, that's what grown-ups do, right? You just don't look at it. You don't sit there and criticize or demand that someone take them down. Leave them alone. Unless they come to your face. Now, when you invade my personal space, attack me or my family or my loved ones, then we're going to have a problem. If you're on the internet talking smack, all 50 of you white supremacists or all 50 of you Jew haters, I don't care. It's none of my business. As long as you don't do something to someone, you could say whatever you want. I mean, we have people claiming that they're women when they're men, right? We have people claiming that they're cats. We have people saying that they like to be furniture. We have a 65-year-old male that's pretending to be a 4-year-old. Yet I find that a problem, but I'm not going to scream and shout and demand that companies shut them up. Every person has the right to be as hateful, spiteful, disgusting, weird, crazy as they want because that's what freedom is about. And it's disgusting, ugly, and messy. But I prefer ugly and messy rather than being told how to think, walk, and talk. So, after that, the only thing that Trump tweeted out was about the VA and how important it is to take care of our veterans, which we all know any of us that have been to the VA, which I loathe, by the way. The level of service you get is horrid. The specialties, like the doctors they have there, were probably the bottom of their class or didn't match anywhere because it is ridiculous just how bad they are at their job. They will quickly sign off on pain management and sign you off on psychotropics and, you know, painkillers that you'll be addicted for for the rest of your life rather than actually find the source or prescribe some psychotherapy, you know, some talk therapy to help you because they don't have time for that. They just need to clock in, clock out. That's the problem with the VA. So now moving along, let's talk about this caravan. So yesterday's show, which is already uploaded on SoundCloud, we'll soon have it linked up with my page, um, uh, torysays.com. It'll be linked up to Red State. I'm just trying to kind of get my web page sorted out. But if you listen to yesterday's show, I demonstrated for you just how big this whole caravan thing is. I demonstrated the size of the people, the amount of people that are coming, not like their size if they're fat, thin, short, or tall, right? We're talking the amount of people is incredible. And it's not just like one caravan because, see, they keep saying caravan. And you're thinking, oh, it's like, you know, one of those things that, you know, like a covered wagon with people. No. These are tens of thousands of people coming together. Like, if you're really scared of where you are and you seek asylum, you're not going to get 25,000 of your buddies to go with you. It's going to be one, two, ten, maybe 50 people scattered across the border trying to sneak in. Not 25,000 and upwards. Now here's where I want to demonstrate something for you. So you can see these people who are coming in. I'm going to play a video. It's going to be, um, it's 
I'm going to tell you where you can find it too. I'll probably post it on the ToriSays.com website uh, once I upload the SoundCloud uh, recording of this. But um, you could take a look into uh, Law Enforcement Network on YouTube. And I'm going to put that on right now. Okay? So all of you can hear it. It's uh, Those are the gunshots. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me get that started again. So I'm going to fast forward that. This happened in Washington County in Arkansas. Okay? One guy, an illegal immigrant. So I'm just going to tell you what's happening on this video. He comes out of the Saturn car. Uh, Sheriff is right behind him. And he comes out and starts lighting that car up. The thing is, if you're just a thug or if you're not trained, you will shoot a certain way. This dash cam footage will show you when you see it just how trained he was. You'll also see a vehicle that is coming, you know, on in the opposite lane that backs out and he calls 911. Listen to what he says. Sheriff in a gunfight out here with somebody. He needs backup. I just want to say this guy is very very well trained in what he was doing. The car is extremely shot up. He was bold. He knew how to cover. He knew how to hold. He knew how to aim. That sheriff had angels with him. Do you know how many cops they sent out to find this dude? And he was taking them all down. Like they went after him. So I was writing up an article about this uh, the day before yesterday actually. I haven't finished it yet because I'm still trying to get information from ICE. But apparently they've arrested this guy and um, people on Facebook posted the video of the shootout. They were behind the cop in a car and then the guy that you'll see in the video who backs up and goes around the bend and calls 911. He's being uh, held on accused of attempted capital murder after he allegedly shot at several police officers and he told the police you know basically I just wanted to die so he's using the I wanted to die card he's an illegal immigrant so he's being held obviously if you actually search the news when I first saw it and it came through my um, my notifications it I was reading it and I was like alright so who is this guy Kobos Sanobio and this happened in Arkansas, and I'm like, why isn't anybody talking about this, you know? So I started calling. I wanted to find out more information about this guy, like why were they following him? You know, the police said they found some weed pipes. No big deal. Weed paraphernalia. 
But that's not why he was shooting up and why he was running away. This guy is being detained by U.S. immigration. And specifically, uh, the local station said, uh, let me, it says, a spokesman for U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement couldn't speak to the specifics of Luis Cobos Zenobia's status. But he did confirm that there's an ICE detainer on him. The only people that have ICE detainers are illegal immigrants. And they go on to say, those holds usually reflect a person who is a foreign national, the spokesman said. So it's not even okay now to say, hey, that person came into our country illegally. Are we for real? Like, we can't even say that. How is that even possible? Like, we're at that point right now where we can't call a duck a duck? So why did I bring this up? So this gentleman is the same age as 98% of these people coming on these caravans to our border. Here's where it gets even more scarier. Like I mentioned yesterday, and just like General Mattis said, they were setting gravel, building, uh, setting up buildings, hospitals, clinics, and there's a strong military force there. Why? Because there's a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not why. Breitbart had published an article just a few days ago that didn't get a lot of traction. It said Mexican authorities arrested two Honduras who allegedly shot at federal police officers escorting the migrant caravan across the southern state of Chiapas. The attack follows shortly after government warnings about Molotov cocktails attacks around a second caravan near the, bar, uh, the border with Guatemala. So, we've got over 25,000 people coming, and they're armed. Armed. They were using guns and Molotov to go through the Guatemalan-Mexican border. What does that tell you? Here's where my really ugly and morbid crystal ball comes out. Shortly, we're going to be up against seeing these 25,000 plus peaceful, in air quotes, migrants that are 98% male, military-aged men. What are the odds that one of them in that crowd will shoot at our ICE or our police, our, our border patrol or police or military. Just one. Just one needs to shoot, right? Can you imagine what's going to happen next? Obviously, they're going to put women and children first, which are very few. Protocol would be what? Shoot back. We're going to have a bloodbath. And we are going to be made to be the enemy of the world shooting, as Jim Acosta claimed, peaceful migrants that are just coming together to come into our country, not invade it. If they were coming peacefully, why are they armed? Why are they aggressive? And why is it, as they're trekking through Mexico, they're shooting up their own police? Do you guys understand how dangerous this is right now for us. 25,000 plus 
coming to the border. Our military is there and ready because we don't know what weapons they have. Because Mexico is, where is Mexico? Is Mexico trying to set us up? Why aren't they stopping them? I'll tell you why they aren't stopping them. In a city 300 miles away from our border, three guys from the caravan had raped a Mexican woman, whatever, and the police chased them down, and they hold, up, they, they hold themselves up in this house. And in the end, there were like five guys in there. So they raped a Mexican woman. Okay, and this is like super hush-hush. Like I've had to plow through Mexican local news to find this stuff. And Facebook is deleting it so fast. So they raped this woman, these three guys, and then five of them, you know, decide that they're going to squat in this house and sleep so they can pick up tomorrow and continue toward the border to the U.S., So the police send out 10 dudes to get these three guys. They're all dead. So Mexico sends their army because it happened to be that the woman that they raped was like um, the mayor's sister's daughter or daughter-in-law. So it was personal. So they sent, you know, like their local, like military army people. They sent 30 guys. 30. Remember, these are five dudes, right? They've already taken out ten cops. You could say cops aren't trained. But now they sent their infantry. All of them went down. More than half of them dead. So the city called it quits since they were leaving. They, you know, they told them, they told their surviving guys, I can kill you right now, but just leave me alone. We're going to America. So these are the people that are coming across the border. These are the people that are going to be face-to-face, kind of like in old school, you know, in movies where we see that the that the one side lines up in front of the other, and then it's like charge, and they like shoot and like go at it, right? This is what we're going to have. This is really scary. This is scary. I want to know where Mexico is. What is Mexico doing? Why aren't they stopping them? Why aren't they requesting that the U.S. help them stop them? Why aren't they doing it? Because they don't want to. That's the plan. If you make Trump look like a dictator or someone that shoots up poor immigrants, even though there's going to be 25,000 of them, I guarantee you CNN will only focus on the one, two that are dead and the ones that are going to be female or young children. They're not going to say that the first shots came from them. No, no, no. Remember, the media drives everything now. This is going to be a big problem. And I know that we've sent our forces there. And I know what they're doing is just trying to protect us. And the media is skewing this to make it seem as if we're vicious. We need a wall. We need the wall like 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Every other country has a wall. We're not allowed to have one. And here's the thing. The majority of the people that are coming through, according to Guatemalan local media, which is also being censored, 
is that some of these are coming from uh, places like Venezuela, Colombia, but the majority of them are actually people that have flown in from countries in Europe and the Middle East. What? What's going on? Maybe what? Right? So now what? We have possibility of infiltration of ISIS, whatever's left of them, because, you know, our president took care of that. This is something that needs to be talked about. People need to talk about this. Because in one week, two weeks, when these guys are lined up against our boys, our women, they're there to protect us, get shot at. Do you expect them to just sit there and take it? Because the whole plan was never about entering just our borders. They'd love that. You know, they need votes for 2020, right? But it's not about that. It's about doing something to make Trump look terrible, to make him look like a dictator, to make him look like a murderer. Do you guys understand just how far they're taking it? I mean, bottom line is they're still prancing around that woman who is wearing neck braces and and colostomy bags and can't stand, can't walk, needs a pillow to prop her back. Nobody wants to see her and smells like cabbage. They're still parading her around. And she is the ultimate criminal. This is what we need to focus on. And the thing is, all the outlets, outlets that we have are corrupt. The only thing we have is our alternative media that are bold enough to do what we're doing here today, which is stating facts, stating things that no one will talk about because we need record of this. We need to say that on the 14th and the 15th of November, we talked about this. We knew it was happening. But does it matter? Because they'll just drown it out. On that really sad note, I'm going to take my break now and put commercials to keep this station going. See you in a bit. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, Hey, try this. Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855 855-700-2978. 855-700-2978. 855-700-2978. That's 855- 72978. Guaranteed life insurance with no medical exam. Sounds great, right? 
Even better, your rates will never increase and benefits will never decrease. If you're a U.S. citizen between 50 and 80, you can get life insurance guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in every state, and you may not qualify for every policy, but when you call, you'll speak with a licensed insurance company. They'll give you all the details about guaranteed life insurance. So call now, 1-800-707-1219, 1-800-707-1219. Hey, this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for My Pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My Pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable My Pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My Pillow stays cool and does not go flat. Plus, it's machine washable and dryable. My Pillow has a 10-year warranty and a 60-day comfort guarantee. My Pillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, and it's made right here in the USA. My Pillow is now offering Red State Talk Radio listeners a four-pack special with two premium standard or queen pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. That's four pillows for the price of one. To take advantage of this special offer, call 1-800-961-9194 and ask for promo code REDSTATE. That's one 800 961-9194 promo code red state put sleepless nights behind you with my pillow the most comfortable pillow you will ever own for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Okay, so uh, welcome to the second half of this show. Speaking of the caravan, can we just remember uh, why Jim Acosta was barred from entering the White House? Remember, it was because he was rude to our president again and again, condescending, and then made statements rather than questions. And if we remember correctly, what were one of his statements? One of his statements were very clear. He said, migrants in the caravan aren't going to be climbing over walls. It's not an invasion. Well, you know, the distraction that we're getting is, you know, migrants climbing over the border fence um, right by uh, Friendship Park, right, in San Diego, near Tijuana. Guys, like, this is happening. And, and you know what? All you see is a couple thousand right? They're literally walking on the side of the road where the cars are coming into the United States. They're making heart shapes. And if you look at all of them, they're 98% male. Single males, 98% single males. I don't see any children in the videos that Reuters and other um, news channels have actually put forward. They're all males. They're literally climbing the fence. They're climbing it or swimming around it by the ocean or climbing through holes. Like, this is ridiculous. How is this even okay? And Acosta kind of shows that you were fibbing a little bit, right? How they're peaceful migrants. How they're not going to be climbing walls, right? Seems odd. It's not. And when the main group of people with the tens of thousands will come to our border, I dread the thought of one of them because most of them are armed. Most of them our former military. They're coming from countries in South America and Central America 
where their special forces are pretty good, very well trained, guerrilla warfare, this is going to be a really big problem. Because if one of them shoots, no one can say we shouldn't shoot back. But then what happens to all those innocent people that are there? What happens? What can we do? We can't do anything, can we? We could just sit back and watch a bloodbath happen. This is what's scary. They're trying to set up our president. And he's talking about it. And he stopped talking about it. Why did he stop talking about it? Because actually CNN, Jake Tapper yesterday tweeted, you know, Trump couldn't stop talking about, you know, the caravan. Now he's not even tweeting about it. But remember something he told Hillary during one of the debates that I really liked. He said, if you go to your website, you have like a laid out plan how you're going to tackle ISIS. Like you're literally telling the enemy what you're going to do. Like how does that work? If you have an enemy, do you really tell them how you're going to take them down? No, you don't. You just do it. And the fact that our president is pretty much silent, but working in the background, looking to replace Nielsen, beefing up military, sending General Mattis to the border, means that it's game on. But I want to know where Mexico is. Why isn't Mexico doing anything? If Mexico lets them come, if Mexico allows this to happen and stands idle and watches from their side of the border, I'd be really pissed at Mexico. I'd impose sanctions like if I was president. I'd impose sanctions. I would not be their friend. I would be very, very, very not nice to them because they let it happen. Like I'm seeing footage from, you know, Guatemala and Mexico. I mean, if any of you just kind of try to find it because, you know, YouTube, Google, they try to suppress everything. I hope anyone that's listening will take this piece of advice. Use DuckDuckGo. Even though they're filtering a little bit, it's not that bad. Not as bad as Google. It's incredible. Just watching some of these videos, reading some of these local papers, uh, looking at Facebook posts from people that are in Guatemala and Mexico, where they're saying the same thing. Why aren't they reporting the truth? And you know, like I said yesterday, I have a lot of liberal friends, a lot. And I don't hang out with people that are just, you know, and when I say friends, right, people that I actually talk to, right? Most of them are very educated. Lawyers, doctors, scientists, journalists. But some of them, it's like, I know you're educated. Why are you saying these things? 
which makes me understand something else, that these people must have some form of uh, susceptibility that others don't because it's not about education. Because this high school dropout in the neck, you know, in the deep south, uh, sitting on the river with his straw hat, would tell you it's BS. It's not about being educated. It's about being able to make your own decisions. We are at a point where the majority of our, not majority, it's the minority, because we know the majority voted for our president. The rest were all like fake votes and crazy people. And let's not say crazy. I would say susceptible people. Because there are people that literally think what the left is doing is okay. I have people that I interact with, that I work with. I mean, you know, my laboratory is based in Oregon, so you get it. I get people that want to use different bathrooms and stuff. I'm okay. That's you. But there are people that believe these things. Like I overheard when I was waiting on a conference call, my head nurse is talking. And they were talking about um, how a Catholic church had a piece of land and the public school needed that land, so they made them an offer, which was just like a million dollars for like a lot of land, which is prime real estate in Oregon, especially, you know, in a very um, condensed, I would say, district. And the church said no, they wanted to expand it for their own things, etc. I'm not Catholic, I'm, I'm Orthodox, but anyway, regardless... So the school decided that they're going to take it as federal property. They're literally confiscating it. And these two head nurses unknowingly were talking about this with the mute button not muted. So I could see that me and a fellow um, physician from UCLA were on, and we were just listening because it wasn't time. And these guys are literally at it saying, yeah, the federal government has the right to take it. I mean, the state of Oregon can take anything. And I was, and I was thinking, well, what if they came and took your house because they wanted to expand, I don't know, their police department? Would you be okay with that? Uh, you know, I was thinking that. And they were like, our state has the right to claim property if they want to develop stuff. And I was thinking, there are people that want things like communism. There are people that want things like socialism because the only people that would crave something like, a, you know, where they forfeit their rights and allow the government to do as they please are the people that can't make decisions for themselves. The people that find it difficult to decide, am I having coffee or tea in the morning? The people that do a job just to do a job because they need to pay the bills, but don't want anything else. Like they want to turn off when they go home. You know, the people that just don't pay attention and don't care. The people that are like, well, I'm doing this, and it's, I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I sleep, I wake up, I go to work, come home, and sleep. And I tell you, 
I know these nurses. One of them has been working for me for a while. And um, they're literally like that. She, like, crochets and, you know, and she's probably listening to this because I had a chat with her. And I told her, you know, it doesn't bother me. I'm okay with you having that, you know, that's your prerogative. I, you know, had to make it known that there were other people listening and she has to be more professional. But I did tell her that I was, like, really concerned. You know, and it's up to her what she does, right? I can't tell her how to think because, obviously, she doesn't want to think. That's the thing. And that's what I told her. And keep in mind, one thing that you will learn about me is if I say something about you or about someone, there is no way I will not say it to your face. I am not the type of person that will say something, you know, to my friend or to my listeners or write about it and not tell you. I had that discussion with uh, Laura Loomer the other day. How do people like that exist? I can't fathom not telling someone how I feel. Because I think transparency is the key for everything. If we're not transparent about what we want, how we want it, how we feel, then why would we expect to get what we want? I mean, that doesn't make sense. Like, how could you sit there and say, I want X, Y, Z, but you don't ask for it? Well, when you order coffee, you know, you know, now when you go to Starbucks, you give them, oh, it's, it's like so complicated to order coffee, right? You have so many choices. But the thing about Starbucks is, is that you get what you want. If you want a little bit sweet, very hot, not extra hot, foamy, not foamy, fat, non-fat, you can get it because you're asking for it. See, that's the thing. People that don't know how to ask for what they want, say what they want, because some people don't even know what they want. And, you know, lay it out there and be transparent. You know, you know, they like communism and socialism. That's what it is. I mean, if you're a person that likes transparency, that likes to have some control over their life, likes to have control over things that occur to them, that are active in their life, because you could be alive and just not be active. You could just be a passive person. Like her, where she gets up, goes to work, comes home, maybe knits, watches her show, falls asleep, rinse and repeat. I mean, is that really living? Where's the jumping off cliffs or traveling, just walking to the airport and saying, I'm just going to buy a ticket to the next place there. And guys, I've done it. That was so cool, but very scary. I was actually tempted to not take the flight because I ended up in somewhere, somewhere dumb. It was something like, um, some, somewhere in Indiana. I forgot. <laughs> it was really dumb. I, I, I was hoping it was more exciting. And I was like, well, that flight's going to Cabo. So, but, um, you know, things like that, living, being active, um, demanding things. You know, there's people in my state that complain all the time. They're just like, taxes are so high and I can't bear this. Then why are you voting for the same person to represent you if it's not being fixed? I don't like the way the education is. Common Core is so difficult. My kid's not getting it. My kid's failing and wants to drop out and get a GD. Then why are you voting the same superintendent? Why are you voting the same school board? Why aren't you demanding things to change? It's too much trouble. Trouble? 
So asking for something or demanding that you get what you pay for because your taxes are paying for it is too much trouble. That's the problem we have in America, guys. This caravan, we're letting it happen. Because if everyone was upset, as upset as I am, that there's people, tens of thousands coming to our border that are armed, that have, you know, come into contact with police officers in Guatemala and Mexico and shot them up, and they're coming to my border to come into my country. I'm angry. Why isn't everybody else? Why aren't you upset? That's our house. The border is the extension of your backyard. Why aren't you angry? These people are going to come in and demand to be fed, clothed, employed. Well, not really. They just get money for being there. They want health care. Who's going to pay for that? You are. How are you going to pay for it? Like, if you're one of those moochers that are already just getting a check and sitting down pretty, your check is about to get smaller. Because we got to take care of them. Do you know what someone told me? Um, I have friends, obviously, that are doctors. Um, Some of them are overseas. And a friend of mine that practices medicine in Sweden now, we were talking yesterday on Facebook, and she said, my dad had to go get a procedure when he was visiting me. And so because he's part of the EU or whatever, he was going to be seen. But the thing is, he had to get that that caught out before he could fly back to Greece. And he had to wait because the migrants have priority. What? So apparently, Swedish nationals or European nationals take the back burner for the migrants because it would seem racist if you don't tend to them first. So, you know, their universal health care where they get paid 100000 a year but only take home 20000 because they're paying for this universal health care. Well, they can't even be seen by the doctor first. They have migrants that have priority. So if a migrant comes in and you're waiting to have surgery, they're going before you. Wow, right? Wow. Or else it's going to be it's going to seem racist because these people have the audacity if they don't get seen right then and there to file lawsuits saying that they weren't seen because they're migrants. I'm surprised. Well, I haven't heard of it. I'm pretty sure it's happened. I'm surprised if it doesn't happen in our healthcare system or maybe they threaten it and they just do whatever they want them to do. But that's how they are. They're abrasive. You know, they demand things as if they're entitled to it. You're not entitled to anything. I've been in the workforce paying for my Social Security since I was 16. Also, I've had an illegal immigrant working with my identity since I was 8, paying into my Social Security too, obviously. So for me, illegal immigration has another tone than other people because they haven't been through that. I have. They haven't been through going to a state that has real ID and going to get your driver's license and you see a dude's picture pop up. You know, when I tell my friends that, they laugh. They're like, no, that didn't happen. But apparently it's happened to someone else in a real ID state too. So with technology, we're starting to weed their little system out and how they work. It's incredible 
they like demand things. They want things. And now they're demanding to come in. And I'm thinking to myself, logically, okay, if these people were really coming in because they want a better life, right, would they really come in with 25, 30,000 of their friends? No. But let's pretend they're that socially app that they they have 30,000 buddies and they and each buddy brings a buddy and they bring a buddy and they just become like you know tens of thousands of them and they decide that they're all gonna go to America will you be armed and shoot down police when they tell you you can't go if you're humble and broken and scared to be sent back no you're not you're gonna sit there and you're gonna beg them to let you through you're going to sit there and say, please, I'm scared for my life and seeking asylum because of X, Y, Z. Or I told on, you know, the Venezuelan, you know, whatever, general, and they're seeking me and my family. This is why all 20 of us have come because they will kill us all. That's asylum. What they're doing is invasion. You know, San Diego, where they're jumping over the wall and you just see like a couple thousands, is nothing. This is why we have our military at the border. And again, I ask you, they're coming in that size, in those numbers, up to our border. Tell me, what do you think their goal is, honestly? Like, what do you think their goal is? Do you think it's to come in peacefully and integrate into our society? What do you think it is? Because I'm telling you what it is. It's invasion. And they are jumping over fences and walls. But they're also coming armed, and that is dangerous. We don't need that. Speaking of armed, have you guys noticed on this whole gun control discussion? Oh, I wanted to bring attention to that, actually. So, you know, every single state that has usual shootouts or states that have, like, really tight gun control. But I wanted to say something. Let me end the show on a very happy note. There's this company out in Wisconsin called Benshot. It's benshot.com. They sell um, drink glasses with like a copper bullet in them. It's pretty It's pretty cool. It gave me some really good ideas for a couple friends to get, you know, some Christmas presents there. Uh, but obviously the majority of my friends are getting Cafefe Coffee and, um, you know, MakeCoffeeGreat.com, Cafefe Coffee. I think, the, you know, that is the majority of what my friends are getting. But Benshot is pretty cool. I mean, you should take a look. But guess what cool thing that company did? It started off in a garage and it gave all its employees guns for Christmas. A pistol, handgun, whatever they wanted, they could pick it. And, you know, they got a little bit of press. And people were like, how could you give him guns? He's like, this is great. We could do, like, company exercise where we go to the shooting range. And he gave him a gift card to pick their own gun. And they pose, and there's a picture. I actually have a pending um, article on my webpage, uh, com. I'm just uh, kind of fine-tuning it because I was waiting for a quote uh, back, a response from Ben Schott. But they literally gave them guns because it's great to have uh, your family, meaning your work family, right, armed and empowered. I think that's awesome because the cure for gun control is not taking every single gun that is in America and taking it away from everyone and storing it in some warehouse where only the government can have it. The way to remedy shootouts and people being shot at 
is knowing that everybody that is around you may or may not have a gun on them. Because a shooter walking into your gas station or your store, bar, or whatever, that um, wants to that wants to um, shoot you, will think twice because everybody else could have a gun and you could have a gun. He's not going to take it out that easy because he's he knows he's not going to go that far. So that's uh, that's something important for people to to look at. That that gun control can be controlled when people don't take away things from people. That's basically the idea. The more guns we have out there, the more people have guns, the less possible a crazy person or someone that's just angry will actually do something. Oh, wow. Okay, so there's an urgent military border patrol joint press conference happening right now uh, on a secure line uh, in Calexico... California. So that just came into my inbox. That'll be interesting. Um, so there's uh, the director of field operations is there. Guys, like I said, remember this. If Mexico doesn't step in and do something and this caravan actually arrives to our border, I am hoping that I'm 100% wrong. I, I, I promise you, I really want to be 100% wrong. But if one of them shoots through that crowd... To our people, do you think we will not fire back? We will. We will not sit there and get shot down by illegal immigrants that are coming to demand things from our country that they are not entitled to. So this is going to be a problem. They're going to try to make our president look like an assassin. And they're going to start using that word again, Hitler, 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 when the left is the one that's literally regurgitating everything Hitler said to get his base rallied. So this caravan is a big deal. If any of you are religious, pray, because this will be a bloodbath. Because like I said, all I want you to do is think about it. Do you really think that over 30,000 of these people are coming to the border peacefully? If they would, why would they come armed? And when they arrive to this border, these tens of thousands of migrants, when they arrive to the border, what do you think their objective is? That's what I want to leave you with. I want you to think about that when people start talking about these migrants. Think, why would they all come like that? Why are 98% of them young, military-aged men? On that note, We'll talk tomorrow. Have a great evening, everyone.